my name is Janae and welcome to Honest 30 where Alex and I talk about different topics in 30 minutes. Welcome to another episode with Janae and Alex uh, as we just share uh, about different things going on in life and in our city and in the world. We are actually talking about relationships. We're still on the relationship series. We hope that you guys have been enjoying the relationship series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about sexual relationships. We've talked about friendship. Yep. We have talked about how relationships are a gift and how oftentimes we don't see relationships as a gift because we don't see people as a gift because mm. people are complicated. Yeah. Um, uh, but we're going to wrap up this relationship series by talking about the relationship that I believe actually is one of the most important relationships, and that's the relationship you have with yourself. Yeah. Uh, In fact, that relationship, that self-relationship, I believe that's called leadership. Mm. Oftentimes people associate leadership with how you work with others, Mm -hmm. but if you don't lead yourself well, then you're never going to be able to lead other people well. That's so true. That is so true and so hard. Because I don't know, for some reason, it's always, it's, I don't know if it's in our nature um, to think that other people have things wrong with them, but it's oftentimes hard for us to see things in ourselves. Oh my gosh. And um, to use some of the things that we know that maybe we would tell other, people's to, other people to do, to actually do them in our own lives. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's so real. I remember one time when I was... Uh, So I was like just out of the house, maybe 19, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you're that age and you're like independent, you think that like, basically you've pretty much figured everything out in the world. Yeah. You're like, I know everything. No one can teach me anything else. I have arrived as a human. Um, So I was at a friend's house doing a game night Mm -hmm. and uh, it was a friend of mine and he was a little bit older than me and it was uh, his fiance was there and his fiance was this sharp, sharp, she was like a whip. Like a just a like a like a cracking whip, mm. and uh, <laughs> she, she see we have dinner, we're playing games, and then I get up and I start helping with the dishes, mm-hmm. um, and it's me and like two other friends, and it's my friends who's hosting and his fiance, and I help with the dishes, and we're taking them into the kitchen, and I start to wash the dishes. I say, hey, let me help wash these, and I remember his fiance goes, wow, that's really sweet, Alex, and I go, I go, thanks, and she goes, do you wash the dishes at home when you're with your mom? And I stopped for a second and I was like, what a weird question. Mm. And she's like, because if you're helping me wash the dishes, I hope that you would also help your mom wash the dishes. Wow. And I remember I felt like, (laughs) who is this lady? Like, what is her deal, right? But I think the fact of the matter is, is I'm I'm driving home that night and I was thinking about it. And I was like, I was like, you know, 80% of the time I don't help my mom with the dishes. 80% of the time when I eat dinner at my mom's house, I'm like on the couch after dinner watching TV. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking like how she has a point. Yeah. And it's way easier to try to prescribe help in other people's lives and pretend kind of really it's pretending yeah like you got more things together than you do in other people's lives than when it's close to home yeah then it's with your own comfort zone and it's your own life yeah and I, I it's like this thing of when we lead ourselves, oftentimes it's in places and in things that people don't see right and when we're doing that sometimes those are the places we don't look and Mm. we kind of you know push things under the rug and or we are like oh I'll get to it later do you know what I mean in ourselves but that's the place you got to start right because that's where 
healthiness kind of comes from. And so you want to have health in your own life. You want to be able to lead yourself well before, you know, you're trying to lead other people well. Or if you're in the midst of leading other people well. Because at some point... It's it's gonna get found out, right? Oh yeah, and I believe so. Actually, like this is part of like part of what Jesus shows us is that we are actually unable to love other people if we don't love ourselves. Mm-hmm. In fact, the prescription, like if you're anywhere around Christian faith environment, every Christian has a standard where they're called to love others as they love themselves. So when you don't find someone loving themselves, chances yeah. are they're not gonna really, with a genuine, authentic way love other people. I heard an old African parable one time that says, if a man with no shirt on offers to give you a shirt, don't trust him. Mm. And I think that it's so true. I think that everything comes back to our relationship with ourselves, how we manage ourselves, how we lead ourselves. Yep. Right. Because for instance, for instance, okay. So in leadership, what do you have to do? You have to have to have great ability to help people realize and manage their gifts. Yeah. You also have to have an incredible ability to help people realize and manage their deficits, their weaknesses, mm-hmm. uh, without shaming, without discouragement, but just a really sobering objective ability to say, hey, these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. Let me work on my uh, weaknesses while I lean into my strengths. Yeah. That's really hard. If you lack self-awareness mm-hmm. and you don't know how to sit down and articulate with yourself, this is what I'm good at. Yeah. This is what I can lean into. This is what I'm not good at, and that's okay. Yeah. That doesn't ruin me as a person. That doesn't destroy my identity or my confidence, but it just objectively be able to look at your life and say, hey, I'm not good at these things. I need help with these things. Mm -hmm. I need wisdom in these things. If you can't do that well at home with your own soul, how in the heck are you going to be able to do that with other people? No, that's right? so true. So I would say the first step, the first step into really caring and loving for yourself, loving yourself well, is taking that inventory, mm-hmm. sitting down and with a piece of paper and a pen or your phone, notepad or whatever, and write down, hey, these are the things that I feel confident in. These are the things that in my life I've seen myself being able to do and execute well. Yeah. And these are the things that no matter how hard I try, I can't beat it. Mm-hmm. The mountains I can't climb. The things that just suck the energy out of me. The hard things, the challenging things. Sit down and then take that list of that inventory and get around people who love you, that care about you, mm-hmm. and say, hey, does this look right to you? Could you help me point out? They might say, yeah, on your strength things, it says you, you say that you're good at singing. You're a, the worst thing I've ever seen, bro. And, and part of loving <laughs> yourself is having the humility to be like, Shoot, let me cross that one off. Maybe yeah. I had a little bit of a, a, a false sense yeah. of reality when it came to myself on that. But just that 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 inventory, that personal inventory yeah. on 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 just being aware of who you are, right? Loving yourself enough to take that inventory, loving yourself yeah. enough to be honest with yourself. That's huge. Yeah, it is huge, and it's hard because in this day and age, this world we live in, there's so much comparison. Yeah. And I think it can Comparison. be. Comparison. Yeah. Com- <laughs> yes. Comparison. In this world. Sama, sama. Yeah. In this world, um, this world we live in, there is so much comparison. Yeah. Right? And so we're in this place. Uh, and oftentimes we find ourselves wanting what someone else has. That's right. Right? But really this self-love has to get to a place where we're comfortable mm. with being us. Yep. And it's okay to see and want to grow in things, but that you are settled in, yeah, 
these are the things I like. These are the things I'm good at. These are the things I'm not. And being okay with that and actually appreciating them. We talk about appreciating things in other people, right? The gifts that they have in them and just who they are and actually finding value, but finding that in ourselves too. And knowing that we've been designed for a reason. There's, there's reasons why we have these likes and dislikes, these gifts, and we don't have others. And so when we start to say, Hey, well, I know, and maybe you're listening and you don't know, but what we really believe is that every person has purpose. Yeah, that's right. And including ourselves. Right. And so that we would seek that out and say, Hey, if this is what I have, then there must be a purpose to it. Yeah. So instead of trying to find something else and work on something else that I don't have, why don't I find the purpose and start using what I do have and put it to good use, right? And I may just even start to realize and appreciate what is inside me even more. So as you're talking, this is what I'm getting a picture of, long-distance relationships, mm. right? Have you ever met a lot? When I mean, we were in a long-distance relationship for a long time, yeah, long two time. years or something. And this is what I know. If you're in a long-distance relationship or ever have been in a long-distance relationship and then you get married, uh, maybe if you're anything like my wife and I, when you get married, you're in for a surprise mm. because all of a sudden you're like, I thought I knew this person. Yeah, that's for sure. And I didn't know this person. And it's like, I thought I loved this person. And now I'm starting to like, do I love them? But the, and here it is. Ready? It's hard to love yourself if you don't know yourself. Yep. And you can be like, oh, I love them so much. I mean, we Skype once a week. You know, I like all his pictures on Instagram. But like truth is, is you don't love him, sweet. You don't know him, sweetheart. And you can't love him if you don't know him. Mm. Right. And I would say the same thing with yourself. If you don't know who you are, it's going to be super hard to love yourself. Yeah. And I think even if you kind of take that, that picture of being in a long distance relationship, you may know someone on a certain level. Yeah. And certain things are developed, and that's great, right? But you get yourself into different scenarios, and you start to learn yourself in other ways. Same thing as you would a person. You learn them over the phone, on whatever, FaceTime, different things that we have. And then you find them, and you're in the same place as them, and you start to realize other things, right? Because it's a different setting. It's a different environment. Um, And I think the same thing goes for us as we kind of learn ourselves in one way, but there's a lot of different facets of us, right? There's different things going on. And so it's good to look at and I guess see ourselves in different environments and start to really open up our awareness and start to ask questions, yeah. you know, as we start to see things about ourselves in different ways and in different places. Janae, could, what, 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 when, how, what, when did you... Like, what happened in your life for you to sit, for you to just dive headfirst into knowing who you were? Mm-hmm. And obviously, I know I'm close to you, but I'd love for you to share. Like, what was the thing that allowed you to just get, grow in self knowledge and self awareness, which then allowed you to just love love yourself and care for yourself, mm. even even at a greater level? Well, I mean, I. I'm like, what was the time? I do think it's a process. Um, Like in general, growing up, I was kind of the odd one out. Like even my mom would say, she's like, where did you come from? (laughs) Not in a bad way, but I grew up kind of in an interesting environment um, and difficult one. And I just didn't quite fit in with that environment. And I kind of chose a different path. And so from there, I think just knowing I didn't want to go that same route 
and being able to stand on my own and kind of go a different way, that helped, right? Solidify something in, in myself. Like I started to understand myself a little bit more and yeah. kind of how I was walking this out with God. Okay, so that's the framework. And then as I grew, I really think um, times that I've spent, really difficult seasons that I've had. Yeah. Um, and really kind of taking time, what I would say, hashing things out with God yeah. and asking questions. But I, I feel like... Give me even, one season. One season. One season where you went head first. And what did you do? How did you do it? Um, I feel like probably, I don't know if it's completely recent, but just a few years back. Yeah. A few, few, maybe, maybe five. Um, I started having a... I was going through a season where I just felt odd again. Like yeah. nothing like kind of felt comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And I just was like, why? Because everything seemed great. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Before that. If anyone ever looked at and I had been through way different, more difficult seasons yeah. than I was in at that time. Like I'd been, th I've been through some really difficult times and this didn't seem like one of them. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, why internally Am I having such a hard time? Yeah. I'm like, why do I feel sad? Yeah. Like so sad. Why do I feel like I'm not fitting yeah. here? Why do I feel restless? All these different things. And so what I did is I just kept asking the questions. So for me, because of my relationship with God and my relationship with you, yeah. I really feel like I grew in that time even being able to articulate with you. Mm. Like even when I didn't have it figured out. Yep. Yeah. Like, and being like, this is how I feel. So for you, it was letting somebody else in. Letting someone else in. Of course, always letting God into those yeah. parts um, and continuing to talk it out and just being like, I'm really angry, yeah. right? Or I'm really sad, God, and I know it doesn't make sense or whatever. I'm, I'm clothed. I'm fed. I have a great family. I love what I get to do. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. what's going on? So it kept me week after week, day after day, moment after moment, continue to process that through, like not put it away somewhere and think it was going to solve itself, but actually go through this discomfort yeah. and keep looking at it. Like and, cleaning out the closet. Yeah. And having to face my, myself yeah. and some things that maybe I hadn't looked at or hadn't admitted to mm. before. So that can be hard too. But what happened, I mean, is that I did that and I think it did process out. And then even though I had some aha moments, the journey was still long. It yeah. didn't change everything in those aha moments. It made things a little bit more clear, but I had to keep processing. Yeah. I had to keep going. So I guess, I mean, I think that's, that's the so best good. I can. No. So this is, this is what I would say is everybody needs to go through those seasons. And if you don't lean in, in those seasons, you're wasting a season where you could potentially know yourself more. Yeah. And then in turn, learn to love yourself more. Yeah. Right? Learn to be compassionate with yourself more. And I would say some tools that you and I both have used in those seasons have, have been self-awareness tools, mm -hmm. like the Enneagram, like Gallup Strength Finder. And if, you get, if anywhere you are in the world, if you can get your hands on different types of assessments that help you grow in self-knowledge, you're going to then in turn grow in self-love. Yeah. Right? When the lights start to come on and you start to see, wow, this is who I am. This is who God created me to be. You know what I mean? You're going to grow in that self-knowledge and that self-love. It's going to happen. 
right? And uh, whatever that looks like, like Janae and I really like the Enneagram and we really like Gallup Strength. Um, But there's tons out there. There's DISC, there's Myers-Briggs. I mean, there's so many different things that you can take and assessments you can take to grow in that self-knowledge. Yep. Right? Um, Another thing about loving yourself is I think that if you love somebody, you wouldn't let them smoke crack cocaine. Like, if you're hanging out with someone, you wouldn't let them make uh, destructive choices. Well, you may try to step in. You may they try to step in. They still may choose to do they that. They may still choose to do that. Yeah. That's right. I mean, yeah, really, we, Lord knows. You, you know, can't to take, to take that, that pipe out of a crackhead's hand. Is, so, the, so what I'm saying is that you, you, don't, you don't shame people you love when they make bad choices, but you also don't give permission to those bad choices. Mm. I'll tell you what I feel like sometimes, and I'll tell you what I see in people's lives. In my life, I can be super polaric. I can be incredibly critical to myself and shaming to myself when I fail and I drop the ball. Mm -hmm. Or I can be incredibly permissive to myself and try to give myself unhealthy justifications. Mm. Like a real simple one is, um, I've already had three donuts. What's five more? Yeah. You know what I mean? What's five more donuts? Alex, you deserve it. You've I had a long donuts. day, tons of meetings, stressful night last <laughs> night. Eat the five more donuts. You deserve this, right? Now, that's not healthy. Yeah. That, that permission giving and that self-justification isn't healthy in the same way where if I saw a friend making a destructive decision, I shouldn't come alongside of them and say, you know what, bro? You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it, bro. Come on. You've had a hard life. No, I wouldn't do that. And I also, in the same way I've seen to myself, right, I can be overly critical. I can eat three donuts and say, Alex, man, what kind of human are you? Mm-hmm. What were you thinking? Obviously, you don't care about skinny jeans. Obviously, you don't care about anything but baggy sweaters. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you think about that. But the fact that's not okay either. That shame isn't okay. Mm. Right? So I think that empathy just like we extend it to other people and we walk in their shoes, but empathy doesn't give permission. Yeah. Empathy understands where someone is coming from, but that empathy also comes in love and says, hey, there's something better for yeah. you than this, right? I think that, that empathy with yourself is huge. Huge. But again, you can't empathize with yourself unless you know yourself. Yep. Unless you begin to lean in and you ask questions, man, why so do I want- You gotta know the story, right? You gotta, gotta know, the know the story. Yeah. Why do I want five more donuts? Yeah. What's going on? What happened in my childhood that mm-hmm. whenever I'm stressed, I love eating donuts, yeah. right? What happened in my childhood where whenever I drop the ball, Alex, I'm so critical of myself. Mm. My inner voice is a voice of criticism and shame yeah. rather than forgiveness and grace, mm. right? Man, that's, that in my mind is huge when you're talking about self-love and how you relate to yourself. Yeah. What is that inner voice saying? What's the tone of that voice? Yeah. Right? And why is it so on polarity? Why is it swing so hard from one side of the spectrum to the other? Mm-hmm. Why can't it be more balanced? Yeah. Right? Why can't it be more sensitive to the circumstance and the season? In the same way where we would want to be with other people. Yeah. Right? And I think that that's huge. And I see that in people all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that you've been in a relationship with someone where you've seen them like lean way into self-justification when they drop the ball, where they can think of every reason on why what they did was okay. In the same way, you know, people that are incredibly self-shaming and critical of themselves. And that's not okay either. Yeah. 
So I think that like, I think the big thing is, is first of all, number one is we have to understand that we'll never lead others if we can't lead ourselves. We're not gonna be able to have healthy relationships and loving relationships with others if we can't love ourselves well. You can't love yourself unless you know yourself. You can't love from a distance, right? You have to love when you're up close and personal. So first of all, to love yourself well, you have to know yourself well. So that takes investment. That takes building a relationship with yourself. That takes taking time every day, learning and growing in who you are. That takes time of meditation and reflection, giving yourself pushback, sorting through your feelings, taking what I love to call, and if anybody follows our church, you know that I talk about taking a personal inventory all the time, Mm -hmm. taking the personal inventory, realizing your gifts, realizing your weaknesses, knowing where you fall short, where you need help, and knowing where you excel, knowing where you hit it out of the park. It's then as you grow in that area of self-knowledge that you can love yourself well, that you can make more grounded decisions because you have the facts, you have the data. Like that's, that's, I think that's where that journey of self-love really begins. And I, I think for some people, you can feel stuck, right? Because we have a lot of blind spots. And this, this does take actual practice of this, right? And so you could be coming into this and like, I have no clue, right? I'm asking myself questions. I don't feel like I'm hearing the answer, right? Like, what do you do? I think another thing you can do is people that you know are for you, that, that love you and that you trust, you can ask questions to like what they see. That's, that, that can be a, a, a good start as well, right? Is to ask, what, what do you see? If you're finding it hard to see anything, you're just like, I don't know like who I am. I don't, I don't know myself. I don't know what I like. Um, to, to ask and, and see if anyone close to you, if they see what kind of, they see what energizes you and what excites you. If you're in a place that's just, you feel so far from yourself, and from knowing yourself, that can be something that does help. So I would say, like, as we're wrapping up, I want to just talk this. I want to talk through some different tips and some different thoughts on how to, how to not only get to know yourself better and how to love yourself better, right? So I'm going to give a couple, and then I want Janae to give a couple. I want oh, you to goodness. give a couple. So okay. I would say for, so number one, we already said, personality assessments work great. books work really well. Like we love Gallup Strength. We love the Enneagram. If you've ever heard about the Enneagram, there's tons of books out there, tons of great uh, assessments, free and paid that you can take. Uh, I would say community. I would say there is no better place than community to getting to know who you are and knowing yourself better. I remember I was talking to one of my friend's kids one time and he was just graduating high school and he was about to go into university. Mm -hmm. And he said, I have no idea what I want to do. And he goes, I don't know why it's so important to know what you want to do. And I said to him, I said, well, I said, there's nothing wrong with not knowing what you want to do, but you have to do something because until you do something, you don't figure out what you want to do. Right. And I think that when you step into community, like that's one of the reasons why at the collective, I'm so big on people getting involved and volunteering and mm. serving in the community Yeah. because when they start to serve and volunteer in different areas, no matter what that is, maybe working with kids, working with orphans in the street, working with, yeah. with, with counseling and care, working whatever it is, 
all of the sudden you begin to start, oh man, look at this. I love this. Oh, I'm really good at this. Or you're like, no, this is hard for me. I am no good at this. I think I better try something else. It helps you grow in that Mm self-knowledge, which in turn, remember, helps you grow in that self-love, right? So I would say, like I said, self-assessment is great. Reading reading in books about self, great. Uh, Community, absolutely necessary. It's, it's an absolute necessity. Yeah. Uh, volunteering and serving in your community, an absolute necessity. Another big one, mentorship. Mm. Invite someone into yep. your life that can mentor you through different seasons, yep. that can speak into your life, that yeah. you feel like you can uh, let the walls down with, mm-hmm. right? This is what I often see is people, and here we go, here we go, are you ready? Mm-hmm. When you don't know yourself, you don't love yourself, Oftentimes, you have a hard time building loving relationships with others. Therefore, you have a hard time trusting other people. So it's even harder to find a mentor that can speak into your life. Mm. Right? So sometimes finding a mentor, finding someone to give you advice, someone finding someone to help you journey through some stuff, it's just going to take faith. You just have to step out and say, hey, this might not end well, but at the cost of not loving myself well, not knowing myself well, working through some of my issues, I, I'm going to step out on faith and kind of ask this person to speak into my life. Find mentors, find, find people to lead and love you in different ways, in different seasons, um, whether it's in a job, vocationally, whether yeah. it's in relationships where you find therapy, hello, get professional therapy. Yeah. There is no shame in any game of speaking to a professional counselor or a therapist to work through some issues. Yeah. Right. All of these things, all of these things in my mind will facilitate the kind of lifestyle that cares for and loves yourself well. Yeah. Right. And also, I would say my last one is don't compartmentalize. Yeah. Right. Take care of take care of and know your your spirit, your emotions, your body, all of it. Yeah. I think those are really great. I think three tips to knowing yourself, three things I would say. Um I think one is really look at what energizes you, like what you just seem to really enjoy. It doesn't feel like, you know, a a burden, but you actually leave feeling energized. That's great, Janelle. Not feeling drained. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of us don't really pay attention to those things. Yeah. Some of the things we do um, are out of necessity. Some of the things we do are things that we think we're supposed to do, all that kind of stuff. But what just naturally energizes you? It could be anything. It could be reading a book. It could be exercise. It could be dance. Like anything, right? It could be just sitting and staring off into space. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love just imagining. Yeah. I love having a it could quiet be space. Yep. I love to um, cook. So, what really energizes you? Another thing. I guess I would say, man, I mean, you had, you had, I think, more than three, Alex yeah, Evans. I had like 18, but yeah. it's okay, whatever. So potato, potato. Maybe we will just take some of yours and put them onto my three. <laughs> but, um, I mean, this, this is going to sound kind of like, because you may not be in this place, but what I would like to tell you, and if you could kind of own this and hold on to this, that you were created for a purpose. Yeah. And if you know you were created for a purpose and there is a design and a plan, right? You're, you're here for a reason or you wouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, I think you can hold on to that yeah. when you start digging or you start comparing or you start feeling like what you have or what you bring to the table isn't good enough. 
Yeah. But it is because you were actually designed and created that way. Yeah. You know what right, I mean? Babe. Yeah. And so if you could hold on to that while you're going through this time of knowing yourself, yeah. I think it, it can get you through sometimes yeah. when you might feel just like, no, yeah. I want to be someone else. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I don't want you to be someone else. God doesn't want you to be someone else. There is a reason that you are made that way and that you have the gifts and talents that you have and that you have the personality that you have, right? Um, and then the third one, hmm. I mean, those two were amazing. Okay, we'll go with two. I'm yeah. fine going two because, again, you had 18. You yeah. know what I mean? So we don't want to bore people. There's too many tips. All right, it's well, listen, many. guys. Uh, hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully that encourages you. Uh, hopefully if you are bad at relationships and you're lonely, you'll start with you. Yeah. You'll start with you. That will be the the runway to a relational takeoff. <laughs> My goodness. Right? And again, not to not to say it too often, but I feel like it's never enough. We're so thankful that you have boarded oh, this no. relationship with us. <laughs> because we're sailing, baby. <laughs> so relationships are important. Relationships are a gift. Relationships matter. Let's be a people that are better at relationships. Yep. We'll see you next time.